listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Let's turn to our next uh, topic and guests of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to hear all about a UK study, uh, a study UK virtual fair, which is organized by the British Council, as well as their Study UK Connect platform, which aims to connect Hong Kong students directly with UK education institutions. And to tell us a little bit more, I'm really delighted to be joined by Anna Lee, the head of education services of Northeast Asia, and also Jeff Streeter, the director of the British Council here in Hong Kong. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, Anna and Jeff. Thank you. We are also on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So if you have any questions or any comments, uh, feel free to join us there. Um, So maybe, Jeff, I'll start off with you first. Um, How popular is the UK uh, in terms of being a university destination these days? Well, first of all, Noreen, thanks for having us today and good afternoon to everyone. Uh, Well, great news is the UK is a very, very um, popular destination these days. Uh, we get a huge demand. In fact, we're one of the biggest dist- destinations for overseas study in the world, and that's been the case for a while. And, and I can give you some numbers in a minute, but you know, we think that's partly be- mainly because really the quality of higher education in the UK is really second to none. Uh, I think secondly, we are um, open and welcoming, and even during COVID-19, we stayed open and we want people to come and study, we want people to engage and add value to the UK through their knowledge and expertise and enthusiasm. It's affordable right now, particularly for Hong Kong and the exchange rate. Um, we, we are great at preparing people for the workplace, those soft skills that people really want and really value employers are desperate for. Uh, we're flexible. Um, especially important right now in the period of COVID-19 when you have to change from online to face-to-face and a bit of both. And finally, I think one really important point is our sort of reputation as a sort of science superpower. And you may have been following, we've had two Nobel Prize winners again this year, one for physics, Roger Penrose, a very eminent physicist, and also Michael Holton for medicine. So lots of reasons to study in the UK. Well, oh, sorry, go on, Anna. Yeah, it's okay. So actually, in terms of English-speaking countries, among Hong Kong parents and students, um, UK is the most popular study destination, and more than Australia and US. And uh, UK get the fifty percent of market share in terms of the, I mean, amount of all English-speaking countries. And for this year, because many of the Hong Kong students apply for UK uh, university, they need to go through the UCAS system. Uh, In terms of UCAS number, the number of applications for this year increased by 15%. It is quite surprising. So it's proof that um, the UK education is still very popular in Mm, Hong Kong. mm. So it's not lost its luster in any shape or form because of Brexit or Mm. any other sort of things not really affected. But you've seen an increase in Hong Kong. Kong. And actually from some other places too, there's been an increase this year as well. Yeah, Yeah. I believe one of the reasons is because the um, quality of UK education actually is um, 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 uh, Jeff mentioned above, uh, they uh, have Nobel prizes, and there's a lot of different kind of. Uh, it's well recognized, and the top ranking university many actually is from the UK, like Oxbridge, etc. So there are a lot of top ranking university in 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 the UK, and in terms of, I mean, uh, for Hong Kong parents and students, because UK education actually is very familiar with them, so that's why it's one of the reason why I mean uh, it's very popular in Hong Kong. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was going to echo that point. I think on one hand, there's that prestige, you know, associated with it, but also that familiarity, you know, Hong Kong being a a former colony, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that sort of um, affection, if you like, um, Mm -hmm. to to, to the UK. So maybe even though many parents may not be so familiar with the UK or the UK education system, Mm -hmm. um, if there was a choice, they they would still choose the UK compared to other English speaking countries. I I think just one other thing is, is that we have a huge variety of universities which cater for you yeah. know, the, the sort of, if you like, top-end academic, the you know, UCL or, or Oxford or Edinburgh, but also the, the so-called uh, post-92 universities, which are superb at preparing people for the workplace with very uh, workforce-focused fo- um, skills, very uh, well up-to-date, they keep really well up-to-date in terms of latest technology and what the workforce uh, requires. So really we've got a very broad... Uh, university sector that caters for everybody. Yeah, it might just be the weather that's stacked up against you. But <laughs> Even that's improving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about the Study UK Connect platform. Mm. Uh, it sounds very interesting. It's not been done before. What is it exactly? Yeah, actually, the Study UK Connect platform is the first of its kind online platform to connect the students from Hong Kong and also other East Asian countries to the UK universities and and schools as well. So this has been designed to help the parents and students research and plan their study in the UK and plan their study plan at uh, plan their studies and hopefully can help them to get the information easier and with more confidence. Yeah, because and it's sorry. a good example of, of how we and, and, and Anna and her team have done a brilliant job have had to adapt to the new world with COVID-19 yeah. where it's harder for people then to fly around and, and then present their, what their university can do to people or for students to go physically to university for an open day. Mm. So trying to bring all of that together online, it's been a a very fast um, and not an easy process, but they've done a great job, I think. So what can people uh, research on that? Is it a database or is it, can, can you ask the institution questions directly? Is it sort of a, a perspective? Um, it's How a does more, it work? One, um, you can say it's a more interactive platform that the students and parents can get the information, not just the one-way information, but they can also organise and um, schedule a meet, uh, one-on-one meeting with the UK representatives. So they can simply like um, uh, write a message or they can drop a message through the chat box or schedule a video call directly with the UK representatives anytime the representative available. So unlike the previous, um, I mean, physical fair, they need to visit to the exhibition centre at a specific day, specific time, um, the students uh, can be scheduled the meeting, even in the hall at, at home or or do, during the evening time. Lockdown. Yes. Mm. So it's um, they can do uh, they can arrange meeting easily through mm. online. Oh, and wow. what we tried to create is a, a place that uh, parents and students can trust. This is a trustworthy platform, mm. a place you know that who the people you're meeting are the people that you expect to be meeting. Um, and, and nothing else, and that's really important yes. as well. Yeah. Hey, sorry, go on, Anna. Yeah, apart from one-on-one meetings, we also arrange a series of online webinars, and these webinars will be um, held through this platform. So um, it is a one-stop shop platform for the students to get the information from the UK reps as well as some gen- generic information. So, yeah, we hope this platform can... Um, can cater all the needs from the parents and students. Yeah, here in Hong Kong, I'm just curious, uh, you know, is it the parents driving this 
process mm-hmm. or is it uh, sort of student-led? Do, do students <laughs> sort of take their own initiative? Because they are the ones studying after all and, and it's a big world and ultimately they're the ones, <laughs> they need to make the decisions. But here in Hong Kong, are we seeing sort of more uh, parents uh, driving the process? Yes, honestly speaking, yes. For Hong Kong, most of the parents, the person that is the most concerned about the education of the child. So. For those who come to us, uh, many of them are parents. Yeah. Mm. What? I, what can I say? Lucky them. <laughs> uh, I remember back in the day, we, we had we had very little information, and you know the UCAS application. We were to write our uh, UCAS statement, and you know you were sort of yeah. on your own. I mean, your school w- would help you. Where was this back in the day? But um, tell us a little <laughs> bit more about uh, the, the the virtual fair then. Mm-hmm. So usually you, you'll have a fair at the exhibition center, but um, thanks to the coronavirus mm. this year, it's not going to happen. But you're still going to have a virtual fair? That's right. We have had virtual fairs in the past. To be honest, uh, again, back in the day, they weren't that popular. People said, why am I going to do this? We're going to go and meet face to face. But of course, right now, the moment has come. And so we built on previous experience and tried to learn from what's, what's happened elsewhere. And again, the team are trying to put together, I think, a really, really good opportunity for people to, to come together at a particular moment to discuss their children or their own education with, with the universities. Yeah. Yes. And the key difference is, I, I, I suppose, is because um, now the UK representative can't travel to Hong Kong. So this uh, study UK virtual phase um, helping um, to connect, as I mentioned, helping to connect the Hong Kong and the East Asian students with the UK universities. And this study UK fair will be held on 17th to 20th of October. And there will be 18 webinars um, will be um, held in uh, during the virtual fair. And we have already invited the UCAS representatives and also the UK visa and immigrations um, representative to come to speak um, to us to give the latest update about the um, visa application procedures and also the UCAS application procedures. We want the virtual fair with more practical information, helping the parents and students, um, uh, uh, helping them to making their decision and also uh, helping them to support their application as well. Yeah, because it can be quite a, a tricky process to navigate. It's one of those things, you don't know it until you're actually doing it. And yeah. there are a lot of questions in mind that sometimes it's nice to have that platform to be able to, to navigate through, through <laughs> these uh, many forms. Yeah, and it, it can be, as I know, both as a student many, many decades ago, but also uh, as a parent, parent. can be stressful. Mm -hmm. So you need as much information, as Anna said, uh, to sort of allay your fears and somebody you can talk to, in this case virtually, who can really answer your question. So it's really important. Yeah, and sometimes it's not so easy to maybe get in touch directly with the institutions that you have in mind. And when you have sort of a platform Mm -hmm. that has invited them, it might be easier to do so. So how, how is it really different from previous years, from the physical fairs, apart from that, you know, you'll be you know scheduled in, in your own leisure time or how, how does it work how, how is it different from previous years mm. um for the previous physical affair of course um there's um it, i mean it's it will be held in um you know exhibition center and and actually there's um capacity is constrained because mm-hmm. um, if uh, especially for some popular samplers like UK samplers or or the UK VI samplers they are very popular but the the seminar room is um, have limited space and seats so we cannot um, have 
all the parents who show interest can accommodate in one place. But now we move the um, seminar online. So uh, not only for Hong Kong, but we can invite the students and parents from East Asia. So without boundary and without the capacity limitation. So um, it's... Um, you have a bigger capacity now. Yes, so it, more people can join. Yes, more people can join us for, for the virtual fair. So it's not just limited to Hong Kong now. Yeah, you, you mentioned a few times the UCAS application. I mean, what sorts of information will they get at the fair and, and what, what sort of top of the list that parents really, really want to know and students also? Course. Yes, there's several kind of um, information that will be showcased during the virtual fair. Um, uh, apart from what I just mentioned, um, we have invited the UCAS representative to come to speak and he will go through all the application process and what um, the students and parents need to know when they prepare the applications. Another, we also invite some experts from the UK University to um, to guide and teach the students how to write a excellent personal statement so that oh, they can yeah. stand out from others. Yeah, that's, yes. that's what worries a lot <laughs> yeah. of people is the personal statement. Um. Mm, <laughs> yeah. How many words is it now? Was it 400, 500 before? Yes, around uh, four to 500 words. Yeah. They have a um, um, limit number of words. But yeah, all this, I mean, um, the UK uh, representative, they, because they are all admission officers, they know what they need and they know what they want. So that's why it's um, um, they can give the guidance to the students how what they are looking for actually so different subjects have different requirements so i think um mm -hmm. the admission officer could definitely help the students to prepare the good personal statement yeah well uh, do you have any tips on how to write a good personal <laughs> statement yeah be honest of yeah. course <laughs> be, because uh, admission honestly speaking because uh, the admission officer knows um uh, whether you um if you're not a horse rider yes. don't write that in your yes. application and also i think um because for uk university they are more academic focused so they want to know the relevant experience the students uh, gain from previous um education or even work experience so for example if the students are interested in medicine related subjects then if they have any internship related to um a hospital or etc that would definitely help um and it should definitely write uh, in included in the personal statement mm. yeah this is more than just mm. randomly interesting facts it's, yeah. got to, it's got to have a story there which relates to the course of study because every tutor is interested in their own subject and they want to see that at the forefront of what you're writing and not the fact that you're you know, you're necessarily an expert at something else which is not related to their field. Absolutely. I remember one advice our, our school told us in terms of uh, UK application is, you know, just be prepared and start early. You know, the yes. earlier you, you start, the, the, the better it is and, and not to r rush it mm -hmm. in one go because there is a lot of information and, you know, uh, for better or for worse, it does sort of, to some extent, determine your, your future and which <laughs> unis you get into. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, there's more information than ever before and it's easily available. Um, so how do you make decisions within that? So you do need to give yourself the, the time and really think about what you want to do. 
yeah. uh, because people will very quickly spot somebody who's just looking around for something that might be interesting mm -hmm. and uh, if, they, if you're not authentically interested in, in their subject then they will spot that and, and mm. you won't get in. Absolutely, because at the moment um, how many universities can you apply through your UCAS application? Is it six or is uh, it five? Five, five. Yeah, yeah, five. The for, uh, I mean for the standard like the law business they can choose five but for medicine related they can choose four. I see. Right. Well, lots of information. If you're uh, thinking about studying in the UK, then perhaps this uh, study uh, UK virtual fair and also study UK Connect platform is for you and, and, and for you to investigate more. Uh, meanwhile, Anna and Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Have you got a website or a Facebook page or social media that people can find out a bit more about your work at the British Council? Sure. Yeah. Just visit our British Council corporate website and you can find uh, um session on the study in the UK. There's you can find Study UK Connect. Just click there and you can register to join our platform and our Study UK virtual fair as well. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much been for your time pleasure. this afternoon. Thank and you I look forward much, to Marie. inviting you back next time. And we've been speaking to Jeff Streeter, the director of the British Council here in Hong Kong, along with Anna Lee, the head of education services of Northeast Asia, also from the British Council in Hong Kong. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you.